I think being authentic is when you're allowing your audience to see the real you, not just the curated you, and allowing that humanist to have the voice at a table instead of only the script that you allow yourself to say in a story or in a 60 second reel. So I think for me, that's it's just a constant refinement and evolution of getting back to the true version of yourself before all that shit happened to you in your life that made you think it wasn't enough. Hey friend, welcome to the Cup of Chels podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Holden. And as you can tell by the name, Cup of Chels is because I'm obsessed with coffee. But more than that, I am so passionate about giving you a weekly dose of inspiration and uplifting encouragement. You can also be sure to chime in to interviews and conversations with some amazing people. So grab a cup of coffee, get comfy, and let's dive in to today's show. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Cup of Chels podcast. I am so excited to bring on a very, very special guest to the show. I have not had an, a guest on the show in probably close to a year. And so for the first guest being one of my new and dear friends, Victoria Ward, I'm so excited to introduce you to her and to the topic that we are going to discuss today. So today we are talking all about how to tap into this creatrix energy, right? And And I've mentioned a little bit about Creatrix Energy, but if anybody is a Creatrix vibe, it is Victoria. Victoria is a luxury branding and business embodiment strategist, and she truly helps entrepreneurial icons unleash their own inner Creatrix vibes to build impact, to build influence and income, all while creating an elevated brand experience. So Vic and I met inside of a master course program this summer, and I instantly felt connected to her with her vibrant energy and brilliant wisdom. And I know you're going to love her too. So welcome to the show, Vic. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited to be here, Chelsea. Thank you so much for that intro. My God, I'm like, is that me? That's you, girl. That sounds like a bad bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are a bad bitch and we're here for all of it. I'm so excited to be here, girl. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just get right into it. And I want to know, how do you define this creatrix energy and what does that encompass? Like for anybody that is new to this term or, you know, just like vibing with it, how would you describe it to them? Absolutely. That's such a good question. Cause I, when I first came across the term, I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I need to know what this is because this word just really stood out to me. And in my own words, when I think of a creatrix, I think of a woman who has allowed herself to be fully expressed in her most audacious authenticity and whatever she's deciding to create, right. Whether it's a piece of art, whether it's with her voice, whether it's with her, some kind of craft, she's allowed herself to fully express what her soul's imprint needs to be on this world. And so it's like thinking of your most fullest expression, what would you show up as, or what would you say, or what would you create in this world if you weren't worried about the results, if you weren't worried about the judgments of yourself or from others, if you weren't so attached to the stigmas, maybe that's attached to the craft that you want to step into. I think that there's just this level of fully being expressed in that and not allowing there to be a filter of how it comes across or holding yourself back from that truest, most audacious, most delicious expression that you can have. So yeah, that's kind of in my own words. I (laughs) love that so much. I love that so much. I think you explained it so beautifully. And like what is really coming through for me is 
really just stepping into this audaciousness of our own true essence. Something that I've noticed is when I was first like tapping into the coaching industry too, right? It was like, be your authentic self, be your authentic self. And it's like, well, how the fuck? I feel like I am being my authentic (laughs) self. So how, like, how else am I supposed to be authentic? What what else? What am I missing? (laughs) Yeah. And something that I touched on a little bit in my stories this week too, was like, if you don't really know what you like and what you don't like, right. And with conditioning from everybody else, like it's going to be a little more difficult to navigate what is your true authenticity. So I'm curious how you have navigated that yourself and how you've stepped into your own audaciousness. Oh, that's such a beautiful question. And I think honestly, the best way I can answer this is that it's an evolution. Mm-hmm. And so if anyone thinks it's an, a destination, I'm, t- I'm going to like throw your GPS out the window, <laughs> through the map out the window. It's <laughs> not about getting, achieving your highest self standards. It's about truly allowing yourself to evolve because the minute you have yourself figured out, shit's going to change. Oh. There's going to be an evolution. Something's going to happen. And, and for myself, like when I help people start to express themselves in their branding, right? When they go through my branding process, it really is about refining out all the noise that no longer serves mm-hmm. them. Like all the things they thought they needed to look like or be like, or all the different inspiration accounts that they'll send me. And it's like, it's not about the look of them. How do they make you feel? What's get deeper than just the aesthetics? And I think that when it comes to this whole idea of being your most authentic self, I think it's about being your like your most real human self at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. Not this curated facade that we feel like we need to present online, but like if we stripped away everything that you thought you needed to be in order to be successful, what would what would be left? What would be left at that point? What would be left at your core if the idea of a result no longer held a standard on how you showed up? And I think that there's so many different points in our journey that we get so sidetracked with all the noise in this industry of what everyone else is doing. And, you know, for me, it's like going back down to why you even got started with us in the first place. Like, why did you start doing what you're doing now? Not to keep up with the Joneses online because social media is fucking can be fake as shit, right? Like yes. don't believe everything you see. So when we get down to the nitty gritty of it, how can you start to bring a little bit more realness to the space that's so curated? I think that is such a true mission for myself that I'm still in a, in a refining process of like, what do I even want this branding to look like? What do I want my content? Because branding is only going to amplify the content. And I think for so long, people want things to be pretty. And it's like, let's drop the act of everything being curated. And like, what if the organic beauty started becoming the standard instead of like, how can we make this perfect and we can't show any flaw or any humanness or like, you know, any like backside of like wanting to change things in the business. I think being authentic is when you're allowing your audience to see the real you, not just the curated you and allowing that humanness to have the voice at a table instead of only the script that you allow yourself to say in a story or in a 60 Mm -hmm. second reel. So I think for me, that's, it's just a constant refinement and evolution of getting back to the true version of yourself before all that shit happened to you in your life that made you think it wasn't enough. Brilliant. Mic drop. Like (laughs) it's so true. It's stripping away. It's realizing that we're constantly evolving, that this whole path Mm -hmm. is not fucking linear at all. We're going to have ups and downs. Life is going to come in and shit's going to change. And as we evolve, we continue to change as we continue to do this work on ourselves too. our beliefs change, our beliefs elevate, like so much can get thrown at us. And I think the hardest part for people showing up in their humanness. And, you know, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this as well is this fear of total fucking exposure, dude, like total exposure. So 
I'm going to share a quick little story. Like I have a lot of my downloads when I'm driving, like when I'm driving and when I'm driving, I'm like going maybe two miles from my house to the grocery store and back. Right. And I'm always aware of where I'm at and when I'm driving. And so lately these downloads come in and I'm like, oh, this is great. Like I just, I feel called to share it. It's part of my design and human design. So like, I'm going to share this shit. So I'll record the video. When I get to a destination, I'll upload it in my stories. Well, I did that. And I'm, as I'm getting my nails done, I pull up Instagram and I see like a lot of comments on my latest reel. And I was like, holy crap, this is awesome. Like something I'm saying is resonating. The vast majority of them were people saying how, what I was sharing resonated, but then it was the comments of, you need to pay attention while you're driving and don't be this example for people and all this other shit. And I'm like, delete, delete, delete. And I instantly got triggered. And I found myself like noticing like, okay, well, Chelsea, you're either going to take what these people say and make it mean something about you, make it mean that you've done something bad and you've done something wrong, or you're going to use this as a great learning opportunity. And overall, what I realized is like, the more success that we create for ourselves, the more we allow ourselves to show up online, especially as coaches and building businesses online, like we open up the opportunity to be fully exposed, to be in our humanness and get caught in our humanness and Mm -hmm. like realize like we're not fucking perfect. So it's like, I'm just curious to get your thoughts on that, you know, just absolutely. Uh, because it did, that. it triggered me. And even in the, yeah. I took a shower and I was doing all my tapping and shit. And I was like, other people's opinions don't <laughs> matter. Other people's opinions of me do not matter. <laughs> like, it's only my opinion that matters of myself. Right. And, oh my God, I and again, that. I think it goes back to like, just this noise, this constant noise, this constant distraction, this, this need to like get everything right. And that's fucking yeah. exhausting because it's so exhausting. unachievable. Absolutely girl. Oh my God. That's so good. I always like to see it as two things, right? When we're hit with a triggering moment in our life, we either are hit with a limitation or we're hit with a lesson. Like we have two choices in that moment, right? And I remember I started sharing my story a bit more transparently a few months back. And my biggest fear at the end of the day was just like, no one's going to give a shit. No one's going to care if about my story. No one's going to care about what I've gone through. And lo and behold, I had, it went like 15, like maybe 15,000 views or whatever. I don't, I don't know. But let me tell you this. I don't remember one comment other than the one comment that says, I don't care. (laughs) My biggest fear came true. I don't care. And I sat there with it and I laughed at myself because it's like, at the end of the day, that person took the time to write that comment. So I'm like, if you didn't care that much, then like, okay, that's fine. But what it comes down to is that again and again, everything that we say, what we want, like our videos going viral, us being seen by hundreds of thousands of people having hundreds of thousands of people pay us for what we do. Like all these different things, all these big goals, right. We don't realize that like, there's this invisible imprint of like, but it's like, it's the terms and conditions of what I want from the world. Mm. Right. And Mm. it's like, as we slowly start to receive what we want, right. It's going to come with a lot of lessons, a lot of setbacks, a lot of failures, a lot of hate, a lot of shade, a lot of disjointedness, a lot of just, you're probably going to lose a lot of people along the way. You know what I mean? You're going to lose people that once saw you as relatable, but you're starting to set a boundary and they're no longer benefiting from the lack of boundary there. Right. Or you start just cleaning up how you do things. And it just no longer is an energetic match as they say for that person anymore. So realizing like this journey is going to have those moments where you're going to be triggered, where you're going to have feedback that you don't really appreciate. You're going to have people all of a sudden ghost you and don't know why, like, every journey is going to have this regardless if it's just in business or in life in general. So I think what it comes down to is like realizing 
do you have your own back in those moments? Mm. Yeah. Are you going to have your own back in those moments? Are you going to stand behind what you are saying and doing whenever shit does hit the fan? Because that is the only person that you have until the day you die. You better have the most tightest ride or die kind of relationship with yourself or moments like strangers on the internet, some crusty ass sun covered in Cheeto dust in someone's (laughs) basement somewhere is going to set you off. And it's going to take three days to get back on course. And it's like, we don't have time. We don't have time for that because all we're doing is setting incongruent messages to the universe. Like, oh, can I really do this? Because some random Joe on the internet told me that, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Or I don't care, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just, it's just so funny to me because it's like, my biggest fear finally happened on that post. And it made me realize that at the end of the day, like I'm not there for the people who don't agree with this or don't care. I'm here for the pe- for that one person that needed to hear my story to find yes. resonance in that and to see that it's possible. Yes. Right. Like that's yeah. why we make the content. That's why we talk while we're driving. Right. That's why we do what we do. And it's not going to be for everyone. And that's okay. I think there's just this sense of like detaching from this idea that serving the masses means you have to serve everybody. And it's like, you need to talk to that one person in your audience that actually needs your message today, not the other people who are going to bypass it or judge you for it. So just like remembering why you got, again, remembering why you got started in the first place, you know, and going back to that every time you feel that moment of hesitation or doubt because something didn't play out like you wanted it to. Yeah. And I'm glad you circled back there because that's exactly where I was going to go to is like, it's, it's coming back and it's standing solid on the foundation Mm -hmm. of why you started doing what you're doing in the first place, why you are speaking, what you're speaking, why you're coaching, why you started your business, why you're in this relationship. Like, what is it that is that underlying thread that is keeping you there? And without really even knowing that, I don't believe that you, your brand will even come through, right? If we're going to continue to talk about branding and and being this creatrix energy, like you have to tap into that. Like that is the underlying vibe and theme that other people pick up on of why you're doing this. Yep, absolutely. And I think that there's this level of like detaching from results and starting to enjoy the process of creation. Because Mm. I think so many times, like the reason why, if you're struggling with tapping into your inner courageous, if you're struggling with not feeling inspired in your business, that is your feminine telling you your mass and your masculine that I'm done performing based off the idea that you desire for me to create a result rather than art. Right. And whenever there is the sense of expectation put on everything that you're creating, you're going to lose all that inspiration because your feminine is there to inspire the masculine, to inspire what's going to come about. But if it's all based through the lens of it needing to perform a certain way, then immediately disconnect. Immediately you're sitting down at your computer and you don't know what to write. You're sitting Mm. in Canva and you're like, you've changed the font 17 times and it still doesn't look the way you want it to, (laughs) right? Like there's just those moments where you're so uninspired. And it's like in those moments, go out in nature go take care of yourself, reconnect with your body because there's something your feminine is trying to get your attention with. And at the end of the day, you can't force yourself to create whatever is created out of force. You're removing consent and you're removing all the creative energy that you could have put upon that project or upon whatever you were trying to bring to life. Right. So just like remembering like the basic fundamentals of getting out in nature, grounding yourself, of connecting back to your body, of doing movement, of taking a shower, of doing anything just to get yourself out of your head and into your back, back into your body again, to remember who is in there, right? Who is that creative life force energy? That is your feminine. And if you've been so disconnected and if you resist batching your content, if you if you have resistance creating content, 
she feels ignored and she's pulled the life force energy out of mm. anything you're going to try to create at that point. So just remember nothing's wrong with you. Right. But it's just like, just like you want a man to inspire you. Your that's your job as the female, as a feminine, the feminine inspires the masculine. Yes. Right. Yes. So the feminine and you within your business, within your energy has got to be on the same page with that masculine because if it's been disconnected. He's trying to put blocks to get like Manila, Manila folder art is what's getting created right now. And no one likes that. Like that basically shit, like that's for, no, no, you're not inspired by your own. Like in that lack of inspiration is going to be felt on the other side of the computer. Right. So like, absolutely. Just remembering to tap back into that stuff and the, on the basic fundamental side of things, honestly, and just being consistent with that and starting to bring more devotion to her and acceptance of who she is instead of oh, this art needs to look a certain way because that's what this seven-figure coach did. Or my content needs to sound like this because that's what this seven-figure coach did. And it's like, what do you want actually want to say though? What do you yeah. want to say? I love to hear what you want to say yes. rather than having to go to other people to inspire you to say something. Yes, absolutely. I love that. And it's when we are doing that too, we are like outsourcing our fucking power too. We're so not tapped into our own genius and our own wisdom and our own power that we're outsourcing that and we're giving it away. And we're asking somebody else to validate us when really we're the ones that need to validate ourselves. And to the point about the feminine and masculine and, and my audience knows this because I talk about it quite a bit, but like, we both have these energies in us. So like my own inner feminine inspires my masculine and Mm -hmm. my masculine gets fucking burnt out when it's just trying to do, do, do and create. And like, this is, this is something that has really come into my awareness lately is like how much time I've spent in my business trying to make it fucking work that no wonder I'm uninspired. No wonder my content falls flat a lot of times, you know, like, and when we see other people having this success, what we perceive as success for them, right. We're not seeing how many times they fell fucking flat too. how many pieces of content that they've put out before they got the one that like hit or before they said something that really resonated with their ideal client and their fractal line. Right. Like, so I agree with you too, about getting out of our fucking heads and tapping back into our body, tapping into our heart and really finding that source of inspiration out in nature and within our own self too. You know, I think that that is so important. And part of the work that I do, and I know that you do is really helping people to understand how they can listen to that themselves, how they can build that trust within themselves first and foremost, because if we can outsource this, then Mm -hmm. we're never going to have enough confidence within ourselves. We're never going to show up authentically. We aren't going to be the badass fucking creatrix that we know we fucking came here to be like, we're all designed to create. And whatever that creation looks like, it needs our full our full energy and our full inspiration and our full heart to go into that. And if we're so disconnected and we're outsourcing that shit, like it's not going to happen. It's totally not going to happen. Absolutely, girl. Oh my God. That's so true. And I think that when it comes down to realizing it probably wasn't just one post that that seven figure coach wrote that like made her a seven figure earner, right? It was the compounding effect. It's about the fact that like those posts that didn't perform were just as important as the posts that did perform really well, right. That did really resonate during a launch for their, for their audience. So it's like realizing like removing this pressure or detaching from the result 
is really what's going to get you to that milestone that you're looking for that like at the end of the day, it's not having every post perform or go viral or every single post be like this masterpiece, but Mm. realizing your whole grid is the masterpiece. It's Mm. not the post. Right. And that one little post, that one little square in your grid is just a part of a bigger picture. And if we sit here and wait for it, like wait for the results to tell us to either go or not go, or we look to other people to inspire what we need to say, that disconnect, that disjointedness is going to add up to the point where you burn out because you can't keep up with someone else's narrative. You can't, it's not, and it's not going to ever connect with your audience as if they were your own words. And I so many times see, you know, you know, I had a, I had a business coach for 12 months and it was a beautiful journey. But at the end of the day, like after those 12 months were over, I realized I had outsourced is this good enough so many times Mm. that I had to like get reconnected with my intuition because I kept bypassing my intuition to ask someone outside of me, was this good enough? Mm. Is this good enough? Right. And realizing like, check in with yourself. Like I'm not against having a coach. I'm not against, you know, asking someone for feedback. I love that. It's really constructive at times, but realizing that is, does not need to be something that you is a requirement in order for you to show up or to create. Like you have to give yourself that permission. You need to trust that what you have to say, it might trigger someone and that's okay. Realizing that not everything needs to be so again, this word curated is coming up, like so curated in a way that it like makes sure it doesn't piss anybody off that it looks like their grid or it looks like their writing or X, Y, and Z and realizing that your truth is going to set someone else free and trigger the fuck out someone else. And that's all okay. Like all in the same breath. I think when I really started to embrace this understanding, right. And really embody the fact that I know I'm not for everybody. And I also know that people are going to project their own shit onto me. Like Mm -hmm. I have no fucking control over that. I only have control over how I show up and how true I stay to myself and staying in your own truth. And like you said, giving yourself that permission that is what we're called here to do that. Like give yourself the fucking permission slip to do whatever is on your heart to do, to say whatever is on your heart and on your mind to say, if you feel called to say it. Right. And it's Mm -hmm. also understanding, like it's going to get easier, but it's also, you're going to come up against other obstacles. You're going to come up against that new edge, right? We were in the whole master course about this, like building Mm -hmm. your own capacity around being able to walk hand in hand with that fear while you're standing on this solid foundation of faith, faith in yourself, faith in what you're doing, faith in your fucking why, why Mm. you're showing up in the first place. And just really like, you have to stand on that foundation because otherwise, like if it's shaky and you don't know why you're doing it and you don't know why you're showing up and you just feel like this is what you're supposed to be doing, like then you're always going to come up against resistance always. And it's never going to get easier for you. Right. And this is what I've seen. This is where people lose that consistency. Right. And we're always told like, be consistent, be consistent. Well, the best thing to be consistent with is tapping back into your own intuition and your own inner knowing and building that resonance with yourself. Cause that's, what's going to help you show up in moments when it feels scary in moments when it's like, I know I need to say this and it's probably not going to land with some people, but it's got to be said. So absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like how you lead yourselves through those hard conversations, through those hard posts, through those hard truths is what's going to take you to that next level. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's going to compound over time. But I realized 
a while back that at the end of the day, the most powerful asset that I have in my own power is sticking to my truth and sticking to my faith. Like you mentioned, faith is such has been like the biggest pillar of foundation, but I cannot build a seven figure business on someone else's faith. No, <laughs> I cannot build my empire on someone else's blueprint because yes. their blueprint for what they did to make it to where they got, I can learn from some foundational assets, but like, I got to go back to my truth of like, why am I doing this? I have to go back to my truth of like, who's, who's back am I going to have in these moments of like, not knowing, is it going to work out? Because it can be absolutely terrifying when you drop the link out there and no one's bought, or when you drop yeah. the post that you put so much love and care into and no one's hit the like button yet. And it's like detaching from like, you know what? The right people are going to buy The right people are going to like the right people are going to resonate. And remembering those people who watch in silence, because I'm guilty of being a silent stalker mm-hmm. of loving that, like loving so much stuff, but forgetting to hit like, I'm so I'm getting better with it. But even <laughs> still, right. Like understanding that, like, when we go back to our truth, because that's what our feminine wants is our truth. And when we're not expressing our truth, she'll pull that plug. If you don't feel tapped in, ask yourself, am I saying exactly hundred percent what I want to say, mm-hmm. right? Am I actually speaking my truth right now? Or am I filtering my truth to get more likes, to get more acceptance? Am I judging my truth right now? and projecting that the fear of other people might judge me because at the end of the day, all that is a, is a reflection of your own judgment of your own truth. So mm-hmm. sitting with that uncomfortability, right? Like, like you said, hand in hand with fear and faith. It's like, if you want to, but like, I just was, I was writing in the middle of night last night. I'm back to writing again, which is really exciting for me. Right. But I was sitting with this idea of like true duality is the moment that you accept the shadow side of the thing you're calling it Mm. because you can't have abundance without scarcity. You can't have joy without sorrow. You can't have one without the other. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, you're trying to negate the shadow side of something but they're not going anywhere, right? right? That's not going anywhere. And if anything, this idea of like, oh, I'm calling it abundance or, oh, I'm calling it all these, all these good vibes, all the inspiration, right? It's like, what are you refusing to sit with on the other mm. side of that film? Because that is going to be the biggest thing as to why you have not seen the results yet, because yeah. we can't just bypass and affirm <laughs> all the shadows and all the limiting beliefs we may have, or the reason why being seen might feel so scary. It's like, why does it feel scary? Can you sit with the the truest fear that you have around being seen. Can you sit with the judgments you have of yourself? Can you sit with the shame, the unworthiness, the insecurities? I had to do that yesterday. It was like, my dear friend and mentor was just like, you know, at the end of the day, I was telling her, I was like, I'm scared to feel the feels. Like I'm scared of like the shadow and the dark place that it takes me. And she told me, she was like, girl, you create those shadows. Oh, you create those shadows. And I'm like, Oh God. (laughs) Damn it. This is why I don't want to look at it. it. Yeah. It was like, it was easier to say like the fear was outside of me and I couldn't control that fear, but to realize I create the fear in the first place. Yeah. I create the giant narrative that keeps me in a place of comfort and the dreams being safer outside of me than in my reality. Hmm. And so when I sat with that and I actually sat with all of those on sitting with the feeling of unworthiness, sitting with the fear sitting with the shame, sitting with the guilt, sitting with the selfishness, sitting with all the things that I had told myself I wasn't or I had overcome. Of course, I'm worthy of these things. That that affirmation is not going to do anything for you if you haven't allowed yourself to feel the opposite of such. Absolutely. I love so, that. Yeah, I love the conversation really on duality. Shift. It's mm, Me too. It's so fucking important. And 
I feel now like my understanding of duality too is like, yes, you can't have one without the other. And also you get to choose which frequency you're going to tap into more. So, right. Like Mm -hmm. looking at the shadow, realizing it's there, acknowledging it, sending it love and understanding, taking the lesson from it. And then Mm choosing to operate in the gift frequency, choosing to operate in the higher vibrational frequency, right? Like, because it is always a choice. It's a choice that you create these own fears. You create these Mm -hmm. own shadows. I love that. And it's also a choice that you get to walk with the opposite of it. You get to walk with it, but you do, you have to do the fucking work because you can't bypass it. And that's what I've come to know. And that's that where we can get into toxic positivity and all of that stuff. But, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, (laughs) I really want to, to come back to, you've mentioned it a few times now about detaching, right? Detaching Mm -hmm. from the results, detaching from the outcome of, you know, the, the thing that you're selling, what you're trying to put out there, right? Your brand being recognized by other people, right? What is your advice for how to truly detach from that? I can give a couple of thoughts on this, but I'd love to hear how you've navigated this yourself and how you help your clients navigate detachment. Absolutely. I love this question. And detachment for me has been become an art <laughs> because it's something, again, it's an evolution, right? Just like authenticity. But I think for myself, the biggest thing that I realized is like where, where focus goes, energy flows. Yep. Where am I putting my focus? Where am I putting my intentions? getting really clear about that because I think at the end of the day, like we can sit down and write a post, but if my intention is to convert this post into a hundred thousand dollars into my business, it's a lot of fucking pressure to put on one post. That's one, that's a lot of pressure to put on one, one offer, one launch. Not to say it's not possible. I'm not saying that, but it's a lot of pressure when we are doing something with the intention and expectation of an outcome rather than the intention of, I want to connect to one person today. Mm-hmm. I want to change one person's life today. I want to show up for my business and for my audience today. Like that being your intention, why you're doing, again, going back to your why, putting your focus back on why you just, why you got started in the first place, instead of expecting it to perform a certain way, because that performance is not something that anyone can keep up with. And I know for myself for a long time, right. Being this hype girl that I am, it became exhausting. And then what I'm like, I don't want to be the hype girl anymore, but I felt like I needed to perform in my business. Hello, burnout. Hello, yeah. resentment. <laughs> yeah. Hello, complete avoided attachment and wanting to ghost my business. And it's like, at the end of the day, my business will never abandon me. Right. Yeah. But how many times have I abandoned my business and realizing yeah. that I did that from a sense of my business wasn't performing how I wanted it to, but really I wasn't performing how I wanted myself to, because I had expectations on how I needed to show up and what I thought I needed to do and be in order to be successful. Instead of saying, I'm already successful. Why am I not already successful? What, what are these standards that we're creating for ourselves? That if we don't have a certain number of commas in our bank account, then we're not, we're, we're not allowed to sit back and receive a $10 sale or a $50 sale. Like, it's just this pressure of like realizing like every little win needs to be celebrated. Again, it's not about the destination, throw that GPS and that map out the freaking window and allow yourself to enjoy the journey. What are you missing along your journey right now? Mm. Because you're so focused on that goal. Cause guess what? You're going to achieve that goal. Your mind's already going to be on the next goal. Yeah. It's never even about the goal. It's what we think the goal is going to do. It's going to last for five seconds. And then we're on to the next thing. And we're on to that hustle mentality or this idea that like, we're so attached to this goal and that, that goal is going to fleet in five seconds of having it. That's why so many people who are 
super successful, right? Super, super successful aren't the happiest of people in the world. That's why people who have a lot of money can say money can't buy you happiness. Why? Because if you're not a happy person when you're broke, it's like finding the joy and going out in the sun. I know that's so, so simple, but it's like detaching from this idea that happiness has to be or look a certain way. Absolutely. Right. Or that the results need to look a certain way. It's like letting go and putting your focus on what matters, like the present moment, putting your focus on what matters, the people you've been called to serve, the message that you have, the truth you need to share with someone. Cause there's, there's so much medicine and the, all the things that we go through is to alchemize and serve that onto the next person. So they don't Mm -hmm. have to go through it as dark and as deep as we did. Right. And it's like, if you focus on serving that one person, instead of trying to get a thousand people in your masterclass, like what if one person showed up, but do not deliver the same as if there were a thousand. Right. And the universe will, uh, or okay, I call him Sky Daddy. That's my new name for God now. It's I love the that. Funnest conversation. <laughs> Sky Daddy are just so close. I right saw now. that just, on your story yeah. <laughs> maybe yesterday. And I was like, oh, I fucking love that. Sky oh my God. So me, me and Sky Daddy have a lot of conversations. And the last thing he told me was that what I give you with one will prove to me what you will do with a thousand. Oof. Yes. And yeah. if I can't find gratitude for the one, I'm never going to see the thousand. If I can't find the joy in the one, if I can't deliver my all with one, why would he give me more? Right. And realizing that we don't need to fear having more either, because there's the other side of this, right? Detaching from not putting pressure, but what happens if we're fearing even having that? Because maybe that's just too much pressure, right? And it's like realizing you're not alone in this. I think that sometimes we can go into this journey of self-discovery and self-leadership that we forget. We still do have support there, Mm -hmm. right? And so- you don't need a coach to be successful, but every successful person out there has support. Right. Remembering that you don't need to outsource your power to another person, but sometimes you need someone to call you on your blind side. Someone you need to, sometimes you just need someone to call you on your shit. Yeah. Right. Because for so long having that support didn't make or break my success, but it amplified the journey of seeing success faster. Mm -hmm. Right. Just like I say, branding will not build you a seven figure business, but every seven figure business has branding. Yeah. Right. Has a powerful brand. So for you guys, just remembering, like, it's not about saying you don't care if you see the result. It's about detaching from the idea that it needs to look a certain way in order to be enjoyable. Can you find joy in the process of getting to that point? Because guess what? That pin on that map of you trying to hit the 5K months, it's going to jump to 10 like that. Yeah. Remembering it's never even about that. Can you have fun with the three people? In your masterclass that sign up. Can you have fun with the five people who buy your ebook? Can you find the joy in that? Because that's that joy, that gratitude is what amplifies, right? And and from there, then you know anything's possible. So then anything's possible. You're absolutely Absolutely. right. And that is something that has been resonating a lot with me too. And and something that I've worked on with my clients is this. And I know we've heard it before, right? But like, what is your idea of success? And like, that's what I want to, you know, leave our audience with too. Like, what is your idea of success? What is your idea of showing up authentically, of really amplifying your own creatrix energy, right? Like really think about that, sit in that and tying it back to your why, because your purpose is going to lead you there too. Absolutely. going to lead you there. And when you're so tapped in, like you said, to that present moment, big sky daddy, he's going to reveal the answers to you. And (laughs) I think, I think what can happen too is again, we outsource our power and we also like see success that isn't true 
for our version of success, but we feel like it needs to be in a certain way to keep up with the fucking Joneses or whatever it is. And we're too scared to admit to ourselves and to admit to others that no, actually success for me looks like having beautiful conversations like this, like spending my precious time and energy with people who get it. And having, having conversations, my idea of success is being able to unplug at two o'clock and lay on the couch with my pups and, you know, it's whatever, right? Like, and, and you get to decide that and you get to own it. And even just focusing on how simple it can be as well. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, and I'll also leave just this little two cents. Cause you know, our, at the end of the day, our words are spells, our, our words are yes. powerful. Our subconscious is always listening. And if you tell yourself, if you're someone who says I'm not creative enough, mm. I'm not inspirational enough. I don't have enough power. I don't have enough knowledge. I don't know enough. If you that's the narrative. I want you to realize that that narrative is dictating what your reality currently looks like. So just oh. to sit with a time, like when you were a child, you didn't tell yourself that when you were a child to so like, All of you, like in the next week, plan a creatrix day for yourself where you get to create whatever you want with your hands. If that's planting, if that's gardening, if that's painting, if that's sewing, if whatever that is, go find a way for you to just go do something just for fun. Not for, you can do it for the business, but I I suggest that you don't because then there's zero subconscious intention for this to be the thing that makes you a millionaire right? Going and planting something, getting your hands in the dirt, going and getting paint on your fingers while you're creating something that doesn't make sense, allowing yourself to tap into that because that in those moments, that's when something's going to come through. That's when that something is going to come through. What it is, I don't know. It will be different for each of you guys, but remembering like you have that power within you. You just need to give yourself the space, the patience and the grace to tap into it. Right. And remember that you have that within you. So mm. I just wanted to put, give that two cents. Cause I hear so many people who say that they'll come to me and say that. And it's just like, girl, you're so much more creative than you realize. Right. When you allow yourself yeah. to be. Yeah. So I just wanted Absolutely. to just share that. Oh, thank you for sharing that. I think that will resonate so much with people too. And it goes in so many directions and man, something that you said there too, just like made me realize, and we'll, we'll close out the conversation soon, but it made me realize too, like, with all this pressure that we can put on our businesses as entrepreneurs, right? Because it is a lot of pressure. Like we're the only Mm -hmm. ones that can make or break it. Right. Mm -hmm. So with that and not allowing for that space and that patience and that grace, like you said, being so tuned into our business, trying to figure out how to make it fucking successful, we forget to live our lives. And this is something that came through for me the other day. And I was like, holy shit. Like this whole last year, I felt like I was just trying to make this business work, (laughs) trying to produce the results that I was seeing out there that I was tapped out of my life. And now I'm in this beautiful place of really finding that balance of like, nope, I get to, I get to plug into my business. And I also give to give myself that space and that grace and that patience to live. And in that living and in those present moments, that's where that divine creative energy just keeps flowing to us. Yeah, absolutely, girl. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. Don't forget to live your life. Like what is all of this for? Yeah. It's not to live the best life. And it's at the end of the day, the life that you have at this moment is all you have. Yeah. Right. It's all you have. So just 
finding mm-hmm. the joy in that, the little bit of joy that you can find, whether it be a, a cup of coffee with a girlfriend <laughs> at two o'clock. Pumpkin like, spice. If it's, if, it's, yeah. <laughs> if it's finding that pumpkin spice creamer, if it's cuddles with the pups at two o'clock on your couch, like yeah. finding that joy and again, detaching from the guilt that may come up in those moments. Because in the beginning, it yes. might be hard, but sit with that uncomfortability until you allow it to leave because that's how you diffuse the charge of any of those emotions that may come up that have kept you in a space of constantly figuring out the how. The yeah. how will figure itself out. That's not the question to ask. Right. Who are you being? Who are you being? And why are you doing what you're doing? Oh, fucking beautiful. I love you so much. I love you so much. This is so fun. <laughs> this has been a blast. How can everybody else get in your energy? How can they connect with you? Anything that you might be offering right now? Like just tell us all the ways that oh, everybody please. can come into your world, girl. Absolutely. So honestly, I'm an IG girl. Facebook had just, we're on a different, on a different page right now. We're on an out right now, <laughs> but you can find me on Instagram at bad bitch underscore branding, or I also have a mental wellness business, which is bad bitch underscore mentality. And I'm starting a TikTok because your girl's just going wild with it. Under, like, yes. which will be bad bitch underscore reality. So I'm just the bad bitch all over the place, but yeah. And I'm also, I also do a free brand assessment. So if anyone here is just feeling disconnected from that creatrix energy and wants to kind of have another pair of eyes on what they've been working on, what they've been working with in their business, what their content's been looking like, and just wants some refinement. Um, those calls are very, I'm very big on, it's not a sales pitch at the end of this. It is literally just 30 minutes of my time with you and your business and what you've been working on and just getting another pair of eyes on something that maybe you're just too zoomed in, right? And I yeah. kind of help you take take a step back and see the bigger picture of what you're trying to build out so that the font or the placement of that element or the color palette that you're playing with that you're super hyper-focused on really isn't as serious as you think it needs to be. So there'll be a link for you guys. If you guys ever want to jump on a call or just reach out to me on Instagram, I'm very big with connecting with my peoples and my DMs. So don't feel, you can always reach out that way as well. Awesome. And I know we, when we connected in the master course and then we instantly were just back and forth in the DMS and yeah. of course now we just, it's a lot stop. of fun. There. I, love <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. And you also have brand kits, right? Like I want to give a little splash for your yes, brand kits. I saw some new branding. ones drop and they are fucking fire. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, so I do uh curated brand kits. It's a 24 hour, it's a 24 hour luxury brand experience. So right now I have the wild witch collection coming out. It was the wild queen collection last month this month is the wild witch collection i have the sea witch i have hmm, the dark witch i have the boho witch and i have the oracle witch so these are just going to be basically if you're looking for a rebrand a rebrand experience that like girl i don't want to sit and pick out swatches and colors and fonts i want it already done for me but i want that beautiful brand experience for my for my clients before they become clients in my content this is for you. So definitely reach out to me. I'll have that in a highlight button on my Instagram page on babbage underscore branding. You definitely can reach out and see what's still available. I'm really excited about these kits though. Cause again, it's going to be the easiest, most like no brainer luxury brand experience that you can imagine. So I'm really excited Absolutely. to uh, see those come to life for yes. more amazing bad bitch witches out there. So bad bitch witches. I love it so much. <laughs> and um, for anybody that's listening, just check the show notes for today's show to connect with Vic. And as always, thank you so much for chiming into another episode. I love you. It's been a pleasure, Vic. It's been an absolute pleasure. You're such a badass, of course. And thank thanks so for much. coming it's on. It's been so sweet. Thank you so much, babe. All right. 
Awesome. That was so much fun. I don't know about you, but I had such a blast. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Cup of Chelsea. And I am so freaking thankful that you're here and that you've decided to spend this time with me and listen in. I know you've got a lot of choices out there. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know it would be a great listen for somebody else, please don't keep me a secret. Be sure to share it, take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, use the hashtag CuppaChels, that's C-U-P-P-A-C-H-E-L-S, and also subscribe so you can always get the latest episode directly. And then if you're feeling up for it, leave me a review. I'm so grateful. Love and light. Adios.